Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Money and me on your money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Today, money hacks from a young man. We're targeting money savvy millennials out there. Also, we'll have some key things to take note of when you're building your financial plan. Also, it's always a good time to think about reducing your income tax. And are there savings accounts worth looking at? Let's find out with a young man. He's a financial advisor who started his own TikTok channel to share his money tips. His name is Willis Lau. Welcome, Willis. How are you? Hey, hi. Morning, Michelle. Good to Great. have you thanks here. For, yeah, thanks for being back. <laughs> all right. So I wonder, yeah. you know, on your channel, you share many tips yeah. all the time. When it yeah. comes to the millennial audience for 2021, do you have some money management tips for them? Um, I, I think I think firstly, it's really to, to understand the big picture of managing money. So essentially to understand, you know, what having a financial plan really means. Yeah. Because uh, I think when you talk about money, right, I think a lot of times uh, people relate to, you know, getting insurance, getting savings, investing, and so, so, so and so forth. So, but there's actually a lot more to it. So I think the first thing that, I think the first tip is really, you know, like I think it's about uh, why spending. How can we uh, spend effectively? Yeah, because uh, I, think, I think it's a lot easier to, to you know, to work on this than, than to, you know, to save and invest. So what I made, meant by is, you know, how, what are some of the, credit cards you can use, what are some of the payment platforms we can uh, pair it with so that we can get more maybe rewards, discounts, or even like cashbacks, say for example. Yeah. So one so that, is wise yeah. spending. I like <laughs> spending, how you're not yeah. starting with saying you got to hold back your spending. You're saying if you're going to spend, you might as yep. well make your spends work for you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, we used to all have the we used to have these big arguments on the show about air mile cards, you know, versus (laughs) cashback. But all that has changed now with COVID. Yes, that's right. That's right. So, so now I think I think yeah. Personally, I you know I used to be a a, a mount, uh, you know, a team in in team mount. Yeah. Ah. Shifting towards you know cashback because ah, you've joined us on team cashback. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um. But I think the fundamental point is still, you know, like, um, I think spending with cash, I think in today's context, it's um, personally, I don't do as much now. Yeah, really, because there's not much um, rewards by using pure cash. So, um, mm. yeah, and also the ecosystem that they were in. So I think myself, yeah, so I think that's the... Actually, yeah. one of the best money tips that I ever heard was uh, when I was, I think, 17. Yep. And my friend's right. dad was an accountant and he right. said to us, what you girls yes. need to do is you need to write down everything that you spend on, even like the <laughs> can of Coca-Cola from the vending machine. Yep. And I think people yep. don't understand that actually when you track your money, you actually write down everything you spend on. I mean, these days you can put it in a wallet on your phone. But exactly. if you track your spending, that tends to rein you in because you're actually more aware of what you're spending on. Definitely, definitely. And that, that, that's when you talk about, you know, like knowing, like uh, some people call it budgeting or knowing your cash flow to know like maybe uh, there are some, sometimes when you spend on certain things without knowing that, oh, actually we are spending quite a bit on this uh, category of, uh, of, mm, of our expenses. Yeah. And only at the end of the one that one month or that one week or whichever, it's like, oh, I didn't know I'm spending so much on, you know, this type. Mm. <laughs> and that's when if, yeah, don't optimize it, then uh, clearly we know which other areas we have to look into. How yeah. old are you, Willis? Uh, 30, uh, this year, 33, yeah. 33, okay. So yeah. Yeah. do you consider yourself a millennial? Uh, yeah, I think I'm the... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so let's see whether you fall into this category. So I was looking yep. at a survey by Investopedia yep. that says 46% yep. of millennials say yep. they yep. aren't saving enough money. 39% expect to have to work beyond retirement age. Do you mm. fall into that category? Uh, Do you not, think not that you are have to, will have to work beyond retirement age? Uh, not not so like, or, or at least that's not something that I want to work towards too long. I want to, you know retire before the the you know the the, the default retirement age. I think that's something that uh, we can uh, look into like, as long as we have. Like, okay. Um, yeah, That's good. Okay, yeah. so so the yeah. reason I ask you this is because I yeah. think in order to come up with a, a money plan, you have to have some yeah. goals. Yes, definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Uh, before we get into the basics of building a financial plan, did you have any other money management tips for millennials for this year? Yeah, so so I think um, I think one of the key things is also people. I mean, I, I assume that most of us would have set aside you know some emergency funds and stuff. Uh, and in the past, it could be parked in uh, a couple of savings accounts, uh, which I think still giving some decent interest rates. But in overall, what has happened last year, I think some of these rates have been revised time after time. So I think now it's also to, to look into where are some of the places that you can park this money at and not just letting it being, um, you know, just being eroded by <laughs> the, the current low rates. Uh. So, uh, so in short, I think for funds, they were not really using, but we are setting aside for emergency. Uh, we also want to see if there's any platform that, uh, you know, that's giving a, a decent rate of return yeah, to, to the best of our ability. I think that's, that's okay. something to, to pay attention what to. Sort of over, what sort of platforms would those be? Can you give us a general sense? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think in general, it, it could be like, you know, uh, high yield bank accounts, it could be like cash management accounts, or it could even be short-term endowments, which later on I can you know, uh, go into more details. Yeah. Okay, sure. All right. Yep. So those are your tips for millennials yep. in 2021. Now, when yep. it comes to building a financial plan, I know you're a financial planner, you're a financial advisor, so you must yep. have some good hacks for us here. Yep, yep, yep. So I think, I think I, I'll just... Okay, I have six, but I'll just um, um, talk, talk about it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think the first thing is really to understand uh, your cash flow, which is your in and out. Yeah, which is just like we mentioned a bit on, you know, budgeting about what some things are spending a bit more on. But I think the key is also to understand, like, uh, at the end of one month, like, is my net cash flow positive or is it negative? Like, so if it's, I mean, the, I think the ideal case is it should be a positive, you know, <laughs> right? But there are some months that we understand that, okay, maybe there's a big ticket items coming mm-hmm. or maybe it's like uh, um, no, a wedding or, or, or renovations or whichever. I mean, like, I think um, then that if there's a reason to justify, I think that's, that's okay. But I think in general, uh, we need to have healthy cash flow. So, um, yeah, and, and that also talks about, you know, avoiding like bad debts. Like I've seen people getting into personal loans uh, mm-hmm. um, to, to pay for some, some big ticket items, which... I think if there is, uh, I mean, uh, if there's, I think that brings the point of like planning ahead to for for such big ticket items, yeah. So because I think the interest that that's charged with such that um, uh, it's it's pretty high, and and I think investing is really not easy. <laughs> so so we want to ensure that you know our money is being well spent, yeah. So avoid that as as much as possible, yeah. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then second, it's uh, I think we talk about emergency funds. I think last year is really. One of the key lessons that uh, you know we have learned is the importance of this lah. Like in the past, when people say what three to six months, they'll be like, okay, you know, one year in, one year out, you know. But I think 
when crisis comes, that's when uh, you know having a site maybe uh, six to twelve months, I think will give us a lot freedom to to do the things that we really want. Yeah. So uh, I think I think for those who have not really started, uh, it'd be great to to just um, you know start something you know by by setting aside some of this funds. Mm. Then yeah. So I think once some of this, uh, I think the basics are being established, and that's when you know we can look into uh, building a safety net. You know, and then with like insurance, I think this is something that we can't run away. I mean, in in our in the society that we're in. Mm-hmm. So yeah, understand what kind of policies I think suit you the most. And more importantly, what are essential ones at the start? Because you do not want to be uh, overcommitting to to long term, uh, you know, commitments like this. Yeah. Yeah. So critical health yeah. and illness yes. in you know yes. would be top of that. What do you think about universal life? Well, <laughs> sorry, big, I think, big topic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is Don't worry. Topic. I mean, we can do another show on it. But generally. I think generally for this, it really depends on what are some of the objectives that you have in mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say that such policies are not for everyone. Yeah. And it's also not for the mass market. Mm. So it's more for I mean, people who have maybe uh, some money or maybe they want to live it for legacy purpose or maybe they just want to... Um, you know, like I think hedge something against like I think inflation because I think uh, um, for previous crediting rates it's it's pretty decent. I think so far it's uh, higher than inflation, but as of now, not too sure because most of it is, is parked in you know bonds and fixed incomes, which uh, yeah, I mean, as of now, it's not doing really well. Yeah, because okay. so, I have some questions there, but don't worry, yeah. I have a guest coming yeah. in on Monday and we're going to go in depth <laughs> into cool. whether or not people need universal life insurance plan because it, I hear it is aggressively touted out there, but it may not yeah. suit everybody. Um, yep. we, we earlier on you talked about making even your emergency cash work for you. Yep. So people yep. are putting aside six months to twelve months. Where can they yep. park that? Do you think? Right. So I think I think I think first thing is uh, this thing called the high yield bank accounts, which um, I think most of, most of us will know. You know like um, different banks offering, like say for example, I think OCBC three sixty, DPS multiplier, UOB one. These used to be very uh, attractive in the past. Yeah, personally, I think this is a personal part. Yeah, but I think from what has happened last year, the most banks have did at least I think once or twice revisions of their rates. Yep. So, yeah. So now with the current rate, uh, uh, I mean that's that's not something that I will. I mean I I will want to diversify to to other platforms that gives uh, uh, a little bit higher return. Um, yeah, but of course if you're someone that okay you prefers to have you know some sort of like um, assurance, uh, some sort of like liquidity. Then I think these uh, accounts are still still make sense, lah. Still make sense, yeah. So, but okay, for people, so yeah. On sorry, your people, TikTok yeah. channel, yeah. do you share yeah. the high interest rates for savings accounts? Is that current on your channel? No, no, that that's that's the one that was before the revision. So I think that's not relevant now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so, but, okay, fine. But as of now, I did some research. Mm. So let's say, um, I think for OCBC, okay, currently I'm having this. Lah, so, but that's Sharing from expect. experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the so, OCBC so think, 360, is that it? 60, yes, mm. yeah, yeah. So I'm just, uh, I think there's different tiers, but let's say, let's say, I just do a rough calculation. Sure. I think if someone is putting in like 75,000 inside, Okay, that's about I think zero point nine three percent a year. I think if you stack it up, yeah. So I think it used to be like if you meet the certain, I think just the key requirements like uh, income crediting plus um, I think the second objective, yeah, which is the uh, credit card spending or something, yeah. So then that's it can come up to your two plus, but now yeah, it's about about one. Okay, one <laughs> percent. So, uh, 
yeah, so for that, then for, for me, I have shifted some, some of it to, to other uh, platforms. Yeah, that it's um, short term in nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that yeah, that's when that's when people could look into things like uh, if let's say these are some of the funds that they don't really foresee they'll be using, then they consider short term endowments. Say for example, uh, you know, I think this what Sing Life accounts, uh, Sing Cal Dash. Uh, and this uh, gigantic by tick. I think these are the three common ones. Sorry, what was market. that last one, Willis? I missed that. The, the it's like gi- gigantic is by the Ethica, the tick, tick, you know, the TIQ. Yeah, that's this uh, uh, um, provider. So these three accounts are essentially, uh, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, in terms of the, sh- the, the structure, it's, I'll say it's more like an endowment, but then um, what, what they, some of the good things is there's no lock-in and it's capital guaranteed. So, I mean, it's, you can just, you know, if you really want to cash out, you can just withdraw it anytime. Okay, so it, that's it a savings plan, correct? Gigantic like yeah. from yeah. Tick. Gigantic, Tick, uh, Singtel, uh, this uh, Dash and Earn, yeah. Mm. So, and the SingLife account. SingLife account, I think, is one of uh, my first few, uh, I think I was exposed to it last year. Oh. But now, I think, yeah, I think now it's on wait list, yeah. <laughs> Too many people are... Uh, 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 yeah, I wanted to open an account with them. Uh, so. were, you, were you one of the first to get in? I, I believe so, yeah. Oh, I think when good, I get in, uh, yeah, when I get in, it was before, the, I think they did one revision. Back then, it was like, you know, 2.5% for the first 10,000. Yeah, but now it's uh, 2%, not yeah, but I mean, anyway, it's still, I think, <laughs> still relatively higher. Yeah, but just have to note that it's, um, yeah, there's a, there's a uh, what do you call it, there's a certain cap. That means, uh, it doesn't mean that, oh, they're giving 2%, just put in 100k inside. Yeah, only for oh, 10,000. I see. Yeah. So, mm. so I think my, my strategy is to really split it up across the different, um, you know, providers. <laughs> to, yeah. So, I, I mean, see the, that. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So, Talk I mean, the challenge is, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I do meet people that they say that, oh, no, there's too many things to manage. Like, I don't want to have so many accounts. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that, that's the <laughs> setback. I mean, but other than that, I think this makes sense. Yeah. To, to just maximize whatever that we have. Yeah. My friend Willis Lau joining us. He's a financial advisor and he also has a TikTok channel and he's a young man. So I thought he'd be perfect to speak to about managing money for millennials in this time, at this time, second year of a pandemic. Okay, so can you share with us some of the biggest money lessons that you've learned from last year, perhaps, Willis? Um, I think personally, it's, uh, I, think, I think for me, it's really, really uh, on this um, going where the attention is, uh, in, 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 in short, it's like about following trends. Yeah, I think this is one of the key things uh, of what's happening <laughs> in the stock markets. Uh, I mean, I don't know, like, it, it sounds very, uh, um, uh, you know, there, there isn't much logic, but then uh, from what I'm seeing is really the, the stock market and how the economy moves, it's, it's really two different directions. Yeah. So, uh, I'll keep a lookout on what some of the opportunities, uh, what some things that has uh, growth potential. Mm-hmm. And and start to I think see the trends like if it's upward trends, uh, likely it's going to be you know upward until a certain point of time yeah, uh, and um, and if it's downward trends and and you're hoping it to go back upwards I think that's a lot more um, you know like it, to me to me it's like a, something like a lot kind of thing yeah so which I I try to avoid doing that so yeah so I think that's that's. But I think that's yeah. one lesson. Investing yeah. is a whole different ball oh, game, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes, yes. Has its has its own very special logic <laughs> and language as well. So yep. yeah, we talk to guests about that every yeah. day. But I wonder if you can talk to us about some ways to reduce income taxes. I saw that you have a TikTok video on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I did that. I think in yeah, December, yeah, <laughs> mm. the, the calendar year. So I think 
Um, to reduce income taxes, there's actually three, uh, you know, three common ways to Does do that. Does it all depend on CPF contributions? Uh, I think some some is CPF, some is SRS, but I think each has its, uh, you know, like uh, circumstances on okay. which one should you be going for. Mm. So, so I start off with the one with CPF, like, which is like voluntary uh, top-ups to your, uh, I think either three of your accounts or either to your just medicine. I think these are the these two will uh, give you some tax release. But take note, there's two things to take note when it comes to income tax reduction. First is really on the personal relief cap. Currently, it's eighty thousand. So meaning to say, if some if someone has already hit this eighty k, uh, this top up will not matter anymore because there will not be any further tax relief. Yeah. So that's one thing to to note. Mm-hmm. And um, second thing is also on the the contribution limit to CPF. Currently, it's uh, I think for mandatory and voluntary, it's uh, thirty-seven thousand seven hundred forty dollars. Yeah, so for I think for high-income earners, yeah, so this may not be uh, something they can uh, they want to look into unless they really just want to uh, look into just growing their CPF. Yeah, but if you're talking about tax reduction purposes, mm-hmm. this may not be uh, applicable. Yeah. So uh, unless it's for, I think, special account top up, that, that's independent of this uh, limit. Yeah. So that's more on the, I think, the CPF side. Then, uh, then yeah, on the other spectrum, it's more on, on, on this scheme like, called the Supplementary Retirement Scheme, the, in short, SRS. Yeah. So essentially, this is uh, a scheme that people can open up account with, uh, uh, you know, the, the three banks in Singapore, like you know, DBS, OCBC, and UOB. And they can contribute. I think for Singaporeans uh, and PRs, you know, uh, they can contribute up to $15,300 every single year. And uh, any amount contributed to this will be, uh, there'll be tax uh, reduction for one, one to $1 basis. Yeah. And for foreigners, it's uh, 37700 Yeah. Yep. So that's, yeah. So that, that's, um, that's, that's, that's step one, which is contribution, you mm-hmm. minus tax. But the, the key thing that I realize most people may not understand is uh, once they contributed, they just leave it in the account, which is not very wise to do so because those accounts don't fetch, don't fetch much interest. Yeah. So we need to invest this SRS uh, money as well. Yeah. Oh, you so. are for <laughs> investing your SRS. Yeah, yes, some people yes, are quite yes. content to just leave it there um, and, and use the, the cash contribution and what it accrues to in terms of yep. your tax deduction. But you, you invest your CPF funds. Yep. Yeah. Uh, SRS. Uh, I mean, CPF, SRS. SRS, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I think, I think CPF is, uh, investing CPF is another topic on, on its own mm-hmm. because it, um, like some people are really contented with 2.5%. Some people are like, you know, I'm still young. I do not really need this money. Why not just, um, you know, do something with it? Yeah. So, of course, I mean, we are taking more risk than uh, in exchange for potential returns. Yeah. So, I think that's... Remind uh, us again <laughs> what you can use your SRS funds to invest in. Ah, okay, so for SRS, uh, I think we can, we can invest in uh, endowments. I think endowments is one thing. We can invest in uh, unit trusts or mutual funds, we call it. Uh, stocks, I think stocks. Stocks is also, also possible. Uh, and also gold. I think these are some of the key things that we can um, yeah, look into by, by investing using our SRS uh, money here. And do you do that through endowers? Uh, and that was a much, I think a lot of CPF option. SRS, I'm not too sure. They do, they do, do, they do, I think. They do, is it? Yeah, they do. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. I know, I know stash away that's SRS, yeah, because I'm, I'm using... Some robo-advisors do, yeah. Yeah, some robo-advisors, yes, yes, correct. Then, uh, but yeah, do, you, do then, you use a robo-advisor or how do you invest your SRS? 
Uh, currently, I think I I use uh, I use Stashaway to invest my SRS, and oh, okay. I also buy some I think SG stocks lah using SRS as well. So to you know to <laughs> to see like which how how does it work you know and stuff and which uh, gives a better performance over time. Yeah. Okay. Is yeah. that it? Have we wrung your brains dry in terms of reducing <laughs> income taxes, Willis? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I think this is um, <laughs> a yearly topic, yearly topic. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much no for all yeah. your homework and for sharing your money hacks with us, Willis. We appreciate it. Thank you so How much can people yourself. find you on uh, TikTok again? Uh, they can just search for either my name, Willis Lau, uh-huh. or they can search for uh, my user handle, which is, uh, currently I change it to MoneyQuest. M O N E Y Q U E S T S Money Quest, yeah. Oh, Quest with a plural. Yeah, Money Quest. Yeah. All right. So money Quest, yeah. Got it. Uh, yeah, cool. We'll keep uh, our eye not, out for yeah. you. Thank you, Willis, and have cool. a great you, 2021. You too, you too. Take care. Stay safe. Yep. My friend Willis Lau, financial advisor and TikToker, sharing his money hacks with us here on Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, Please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.